Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In this fast-paced world, how can two busy women generate enough content to fill their weekly podcast? The answer is simple. By dabbling in the dark arts. Each week, armed only with a Ouija board, a microphone, and a complete disregard for the safety of their own souls, Charlie and Zoe conduct a mind-bending seance, recording conversations from the beyond for your entertainment. We'll hear sensational snippets from distant dimensions, from strange and unexplored universes, and from the ghouls that haunt the most terrifying locations in the UK, within a 10-minute drive of Zoe's flat. This is Seance Cross. Episode 7 Everest. I'm Zoe. And I'm Charlie. And this is... Watch me jump over this little bin! It's not. It's seance cast. And can you please stop humping that wall? <sighs> it's called parkour. Look at me slide over the bonnet of this car. <sighs> hey, get off my car! Sorry, just turning the urban environment into my playground. I'm gonna call the police. Yeah, the rad police. Wouldn't that just be an enforcement agency for rad things? Oh. So you admit that it's rad. Why are you doing this? Well, it all started when I downloaded a free ebook of Charles Manson's top 10 business secrets for successful organizational management. What, murderous cult leader Charles Manson? Yes, Zoe. It's called being a multi-hyphenate. He was actually a very successful business guy, but no one ever talks about it. Yeah, I guess it's just not as memorable as all the murdering he did. Anyway, Manson business secret number two is try something new every day. Today, I'm doing parkour, and tomorrow, I'm going to tell a man my real opinion and not say sorry afterwards. Well, no thanks. No new things. Not for me. Which is why we're on our way to hold this week's seance in a good, old, reliable Marks and Spencers. No! You promised me we were going to an exciting mystery location. What's more exciting than ending up somewhere you already know? All the thrill of a surprise with the satisfying payoff of not actually being surprised. Plus, the biggest knickers in town. Why are you so obsessed with granny pants? I have an old-shaped bum. I don't want to go to m and I don't feel like having my boobs touched today. It's not a requirement to get a bra fitting. Who said anything about a bra fitting? I think we should do the seance right here. In a car park? Again? It's way spookier than an M&S. Look at that graffiti. It says die. No, it doesn't. It says Dan. Exactly. Who was Dan? And where is he now? He's over there, spray painting Dan on a different wall. Hiya! I love public art. Do you think he's Banksy? No, I think he's Dan. Come on, let's set up the seance by that sign that says, No passing here, like passing on to the afterlife. It says no parking. I'm starting to think we should do the seance at the opticians. For any new listeners, we run our seance with a Ouija board hooked up to a microphone, which is also attached to Zoe's doorbell. So you'll hear this sound whenever we pick up a vision from another world or a message from the beyond, like, Oh, 
I just knelt in a puddle. What an oddly specific example. No, I just knelt down in a puddle. You'd never get a puddle in an M&S. Unless it was a puddle of rich, velvety chocolate with a honeycomb garnish. <laughs> Come on, hop up on this ledge with me. No thanks. I'm going to perch on this bollard like a wet pigeon. Let's do the incantation. Spectres cold and visions stark, we summon you to this car park. From muddy grave or ancient urn, just be aware there's no left turn. Here we go. Hello there, and welcome to the headquarters of the Himalayan Yeti Preservation Society. What brings you up our icy mountain today? I'm Penny. I'm from National Geographic magazine, and I'm here to take the first ever genuine photograph of the Yeti. Oh, you're about a hundred years too late. We've got loads. What? Well, this is huge news! Why haven't they been published? We've got to get them in the magazine. Oh, uh, I don't think you're going to be able to put in any of these. Uh, here, see for yourself. Well, I don't see any problem. Oh. Oh, my God. Yes. Are there none where you don't see his... Giant Yeti Dong? No, uh, that's in all of them, I'm afraid. And it really draws the eye. Well, what about a different angle? Or one where he's standing behind something? Oh, no, we've tried everything. We've placed objects all over the mountain... Fire hydrants, vases of flowers, pool noodles. It doesn't work. He's very proud of the dong. He always makes sure it's centre frame. You think he knows he's being photographed? Oh, oh, he knows. That'll be him now. What's up? Eesh, oh, right in my face. Oh. Yeti, this is Penny. She's from National Geographic. It's dick to meet you. I'm sorry. I mean, it's nice to schlong. Uh. Oh, this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. As in, fast. So what are we talking about? Can I take a seat? Oh, put a towel down first. Uh. Mr. Yeti, I was hoping to include a photograph of you in our magazine. That, that's amazing. Yes, please. Where do I sign? Well, the thing is, National Geographic readers, they're famously sensitive. They really only read it on the toilet and... We don't want them to look down and feel inadequate. Yeah, I hear you. Would you ever consider putting some pants on? Ooh, no. No can do. It's a huge part of who I am. I can see that. I don't get why it's such a big deal. Nobody complains about Nessie being nude, and he's basically one long dick with a face. <sighs> and you're the only yeti on the mountain? Well, there is my wife. I could see if she'd be up for it. She wears the trousers in our relationship. I'm not even being sexist, she literally does. Would you? Would you ask her? That sounds great. And it definitely solves our... <laughs> Big problem. <laughs> yeah, of course. The only thing is she's got absolutely massive naturals and she will not put a shirt on. Charlie, come down from that building. You're too far away from the microphone. Oh, shout. You really should get up here. It's great. Nope. There are three things I'll never do. One, climb. Two, eat bugs, even if they are a great source of sustainable protein. Or three, do anything that I don't want to do. I'm telling you, the view is amazing. I can see everything, like the car park. Yeah, I can see the car park too. It's Manson Business Secret 3. If you don't take any risks, you'll never achieve your dreams. Fine, I'll climb up your stupid building, but only a bit. Yes, Zoe, yes! A small business tycoon, Charles Manson says, sanity is a small box. Insanity is everything. Stop quoting Charles Manson! You know what he did! 
Finally going to meet my parents. Me neither. I hope they like the Christmas presents I got them. Wine for your mum and a power drill for your dad. He is a DIY nut and she does have a drinking problem. Oh, there is one thing I should say before we go in. I know, I know. Don't talk about politics. No, not that. It's just, well, we're kind of an interfaith household. Oh, I totally understand. My mum is Jewish, but my dad is an atheist, so we do Hanukkah, but only like four of the nights. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Except my mum is Catholic and my dad is Thrakax. So they do kind of a mashup Christmas. What's Thrakax? From the planet Thrax. There they are, Becca and Tom. What a lovely couple. Happy Christmas. And uncivil Thrakmas. May the violent overlords of Thrax spare your lives this festive season. Um, thanks. Jill, I brought you some wine. <laughs> Isn't that sweet? Live, laugh, wine. <laughs> and, uh, Mr. Krogalog, I brought you this drill. I smash it to pieces in the name of Thrax. Thank you. Okay. Come in, come in. Who wants to turn on the Christmas lights? We always save them until Becca gets here. Tom can. Great, yeah. Just remember to... Duck! Wait, are they lasers? It's like the ancient Thraxian rhyme goes. Whoever dodges the lasers, violent destruction gets to live another year. That doesn't rhyme. It does in Thrax. It's turkey time. What the... Is that a... It looks like a giant bug. It is. So normally, Dad cooks it with the orb. The steel exoskeleton of the space bug is no match for the awesome power of the orb. Wow, yeah, it's really crumbled to dust. Just how my mother cooked her space bugs. Until she was absorbed by the queen. Yum! Tuck in. I was thinking, after lunch, Becca and I can watch a Christmas film. What about... Santa's stuck in the chimney again. Yay, my favourite! And Tom and I can touch the obelisk in the den. What's the obelisk? It is the source of all knowledge in the universe. No human has ever touched and survived. Instead, driven mad by the limits of their own consciousness. You know, I think I'll just watch the Christmas movie too. Tom, don't be rude. No, it's fine. If Tom doesn't want to touch the obelisk, that is his choice. No, I mean, I would. It's just, you, you did say driven mad, right? It's fine, I understand. Becca, do you remember when Steve touched the obelisk? Leave it. Dad? Who's Steve? Steve was Becca's last boyfriend. Until he touched the obelisk. Now he is jelly. Well, we were already arguing a lot, so... Every year I worry that the true meaning of Thrakmas is being forgotten. Replaced by the lure of shiny new possessions and the jingling sleigh of hypercapitalism's bearded intruder. So, what is the true meaning of Thrakmas? Touch the obelisk and find out. Dad, leave it. Look, Tom, why don't we do one of your family traditions instead? OK, so I brought Monopoly. Oh, I'm not sure that's... Uh... I love Monopoly. This has been a family tradition in my household for so many years. And don't worry, I know it can go on for ages, but we always set a time limit of five hours and we play the little side income tax game. It's so good. You're going to love it. So I actually think you should just touch the obelisk. Yeah, you should touch the obelisk, Tom. Good idea. Touch it now. Yeah, go on. Go on. Just, yeah, just touch do it. Do it for A little us. stroke. Touch it. Um, OK. I mean, if you really... Uh... 
God, I'm so sorry. I had no idea he was such a weirdo. Doesn't it feel good? The wind in your face? The wind in your hair? It's very windy, isn't it? Yes, and this ledge is very small. Feels like maybe a one-person ledge. Do you think this is what it's like to climb Everest? No. Everest has all those frozen corpses to guide the way, so it's probably a bit easier than this. I gotta hand it to Manson. That book was right. I do feel like maybe I could run a small business. And or a big death cult. I've had enough. I'm getting down. Fine. Go on, then. Just... Give me a second. Go back the way you came. Hop on that other window ledge and shimmy onto the drain pipe. I can't... I can't reach it. Has it moved? Do buildings move? You go first. I can't go first. You're in the way. I'm not Spider-Man. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Zoe, stay calm. We're gonna die. This is how we die. No, it isn't. Remember what that fortune teller said. You're going to die in your 90s when your grandchildren poison you for your money, only to find that you left it all to an alpaca charity. And I'm going to die by falling off a ledge on the side of a tall building. And, oh my God, this is how I die. Cardinals of the Catholic Church, we have gathered here in the Holy Vatican to perform our most sacred rite, the selection of the new Pope, from the three remaining members of the council who haven't been publicly accused of a really bad sex crime. We shall begin our ritual selection by sitting in silent prayer. Sorry, just before you start, would anyone like a coffee or a snack or anything? We've got the usual, blood of Christ, body of Christ, mixed nuts... No, no, thank you. Um... Sharon, I work in reception. I just sit outside the chamber and I hear everything. So mind your language, gentlemen, and give me a little shout if there's anything you need. All we need is peace so we might hear God speak unto us. No, I get it, I get it. Not a problem. Lord God, please give us a sign. Which man amongst us should become Pope? Gosh, it's windy in here, isn't it? That blew my door right open and swept me off my chair. Oh, and look at that big celestial beam of light shining directly onto my face. Where's that coming from? Sharon, please, not now. Leave us. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hear you, I hear you. My bad. Off I go. Cardinals, let us write down the name that God has sent to each of us and put it in this big Pope hat. I shall read out the selections. One, Paul. That's me. Thank you to whomever put that in. Two, Sharon. Three, Sharon. What the... Oh, I don't want to be a nosy Nelly, but did someone say my name? No, no one said your name. Cardinals, let, let, let us burn these papers and see what shape the smoke forms. In there will be our answer. I see a name. It seems to say... Sharon. Sharon. Oh, uh, did someone... No, Sharon, no. There, like, there must be some mistake. I think it says Paul. Doesn't it? P-A-U-L? Yeah, yeah. If, if, if you squint, it could say small. Small, yeah, I, I suppose. But underneath there, that's that's definitely Sharon's face. Mm. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think the real question here is why are we letting smoke tell us what to do? Mm. It is I, your God, and I choose Sharon. Sharon shall be the next Pope. 
Definitely Sharon. La 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 la. Listen to me. I, I mean la, it. La, 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 it's Sharon. Okay. Paul, take your fingers out of your ears. God said Paul. God, God said Paul. We all heard it. Well, that's settled then. It's me. I'm the next Pope. Ring the bells. I'm heading out to tell the other lads. Yeah, well done, Paul. Uh, is it always like this? Oh, Sharon. Every single time. <laughs> What do we do? What do we do? I don't know. We could, um, jump? Are you crazy? Not from this height. You know how mothers sometimes develop extraordinary physical powers to protect their children when they're in danger? How is that relevant to this situation? Your M&S pants are massive. Maybe we could sort of paraglide down. What does Manson say after you take the risk? What happens if the risk goes wrong? I don't know. To be honest, points one to three were good business advice, but points five to ten are mostly deranged ramblings about murder. Uh, sorry to interrupt, ladies, but can you get off my window, sill? You have to help us. Let us in. We'll sliver through the window like little slugs. No way. I'm making paella, and I don't need your mucky knees on my countertop. You look like you've been kneeling in a puddle. I'm giving you three seconds to get down, or I'm pushing you off. Three, two... One. We can't! Right, that's it. Bye-bye. Ah! No! You killed her! Oh, actually, I'm okay. It's not that far. Do you need a push too? Uh, no. I can do it myself. Sorry about that. Enjoy your paella. Thanks. Have a good night. This is it, Keith. We've been stranded on this desert island for nearly a month. If we don't find more water in the next 24 hours, we're going to die. <gasps> oh my god, it's a two-way radio! Oh, no way. Oh my... And it's picking up some kind of signal. Welcome to 287.5 FM. Quick, fiddle with the knob. Keith, I told you, no matter how long we're stuck here, I'm not going to sleep with you. No, try and tune the radio. Give it here. This is Debate Station, the only phone-in show where you can say whatever the hell you want, as long as it's in line with Ofcom's broadcast regulations. Yes, a person. Hello? If you're just joining us, we're asking the controversial questions they don't want you to ask. Uncensored. Come content one in. Should cats wear shoes? Can anyone hear me? It seems we have a caller on line one. What do you think? Should cats wear flats? My name is Anna Melville, and I'm trapped on a barren island with limited food, no fresh water, and a really tedious man called Keith. Oh, I see. Another woke liberal coming on air to slag off the UK. Woke alert! Woke alert! Woke alert! Why woke alert? I didn't say anything about the UK. Listen, we need a rescue helicopter. The verdict is in from Tim on text. Cats can wear shoes, but only if they've got a kitten heel. Because any heel over two inches is too slutty. On to line two. Leslie, are you there? Hi there. Thanks for having me on. I just want to say, Anna, I think it's really disgusting that you're slagging off this country. You say the food is limited, but when I was a kid in the 70s, we had to lick Vianetta off the pavement for breakfast. And I turned out fine, except for losing all my teeth and my mind. Thanks, Leslie. 
Anything to add on our next topic? What's the longest you've ever gone without having a shower? Three weeks, four days, seven hours. Because I'm stuck on a desert island, please send help. Hold that thought, Anna. We've got someone on line three who is desperate to share his unrelated thoughts on why we should lower the voting age to two. My toddler is smarter than me. I can believe it. We don't respect our listeners. Please, can someone just call the Coast Guard? Well, that brings us neatly onto our final question of the hour. Is water getting too wet? Deborah is on line four. I think landlords deserve more rights. No one ever considers a landlord's feelings, but we're people too. Anna, there's a boat. Hello, help! We're over here! There you are. I heard you on the debate station. Yes! Oh my god, I can't believe it. Oh my god, we're going home. Ah, 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 not so fast. You're not putting my cat in flip-flops. People like you make me sick. Well, a successful seance and some high-octane risk. I feel alive. Don't you feel alive? You know, I do feel good. A brush with death has made me really want to embrace the important things. I feel like I could do anything. Yes, Zoe. I'm going to go to M&S right now and buy a soft drink that's not in the meal deal. Fine. I'll let them touch my boobs, but only for you. Again, you do not have to get a bra thing. Do you want to take the pavement or do this cat style? We can scuttle across the top of the fences. Should we both take the pavement? Fine. I guess that's enough risk for one day. As Charles Manson says... I'm going to turn off the mic. Listening to Seance Cast. It was written by and starred Zoe Tomlin and Charlie Dinkin, with additional material by Lizzie Mansfield. Featuring Jen Eyes, Ellen Robertson, Melian Reese, Jennifer Dixon, Namisha Odedra, Anna Long Brophy, Chris Cantrill, and Sunil Patel. It was produced by Benjamin Sutton and Andy Goddard. The executive producer was Claire Broughton. This has been a Daddy's Superior production with Hattrick Podcasts. If you like it, tell your friends, or nine angry voles will join you in your house share 